podcast time that's right benford tools is proud to present a home improvement podcast my name is adam you'll know my co-host jordan hey jordan adam do i sound different <laughs> sexy as always my man oh good 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 yeah, I, I just i've moved my desk around you know i wanted okay. a little bit of a different ambiance in the office and i didn't know if that affected the acoustics at all so i love it when we don't really talk about how we're going to start the show and then you just kind of Bring something kind of quirky to the table, quirky. and you don't tell me what it's going to be. And this this qualifies as one of those things. So you moved your desk around. I did. New acoustics. Well, I'm going to be moving into a new place pretty soon. Right, so, you mentioned uh, that. Yeah, I'll finish off the podcast in my sixth, fifth or sixth <laughs> official studio. <laughs> You're a digital nomad. That's what they call you. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, so, you know, <laughs> we'll I'm, looking to... forward, I'm looking forward to, to the new place. But yeah, uh, The real question is, will there be cats in the the studio office because i haven't heard him in a while and i'm wondering um i mean yeah probably there's they're around now um looking at a couple of them they've they've come to sort of at first they didn't they didn't really like the show a ton (laughs) they they didn't they did you know but once we got our audio going correctly and we kind of we got into a groove they sort of started to respect the process a bit more and now now they they keep keep to themselves well i think so. also they've become patreon donors like of the highest tier so they get to listen to like the live recording so yeah they kind of they're you talk about being fans they're uber fans now right yeah but unfortunately it's the grunt work patreon <laughs> <laughs> which is a shame it's really a shame that's really yeah, funny. so they got those personalized shout outs and stuff you know that's really cool speaking of patreon and personalized shout outs we did get a new patron <laughs> we don't do that well sort of yeah. well i just uh i yeah. wanted to mention matthew parlett i hope i said that right but newest patron to the feed so shout out to him for being a supporter and uh we're talking about patreon which means we should probably mention that we're going to be recording kid nation this weekend and whew, both you and i Watched that yesterday separately. 57 minutes. Wow. It was a, I checked multiple times. At one point, I did speed it up to like okay. one, one and a half speed, but then I did slow it down because I was. I feel like I was missing too much. So Hey, man, I'm not going to tip my hat one way or the other, but uh, I texted you. What a ride. And uh, I almost texted you the same exact thing. That's so wild. It's pretty yeah. funny. It was, um, you know, we've been talking about Kid Nation for a long time. Uh, I knew very little about it. And I finally, you know, I, I have a I have a handle on it, and thankfully there is a robust Wikipedia. Someone <laughs> someone else really likes Kid Nation, and they are updating that Wikipedia because there's a lot of information on there. Yeah, we'll dive deep into that and many other things. You should destri- describe Kid, not destroy, describe. <laughs> well, it destroyed itself. Describe Kid Nation um, for people that are yeah. So people who don't know, this is a 2007. Vir- or, I almost said virtual reality. I just I just edited an article that was about virtual reality. So it's not quite that out there. No, but, yeah. it's close. A reality TV show from 2007 where kids are tasked with reviving this dead town, uh, Bonanza, Bonanza City. Not many adults around, mostly cameramen and one weird host, but. Uh, yeah, that's that's the show. They go for 40 days, and uh, we'll get into that this weekend, and it'll be coming out, you know, by the end of February or early yeah, March. Yeah, so Matt, you really picked a good month to, to get on the Patreon, because this is going to be 
I think this is going to be the quintessential Kid Nation conversation. I would say so. I can't imagine any other podcast covering an episode. Do you? Th- oh, no. I'm not even going to go there. But A Kid Nation podcast? I mean, it's only 13 I episodes. About, I thought about Hey, I thought about it. I, I'm not, I thought I said, hey, when Jordan and I are done, a little 13 episode run. I think, well, I really, I don't want to get into Kid Nation until yeah. we talk about it in its, in its entirety. We'll so talk I, about I, if that's going to be our next foray in the Patreon episode. So go to yeah. patreon.com slash human podcast. Support us for a little, as little as a dollar a month. And you'll get access to this episode and, and all of our backlog. And I'm going to well. guarantee we go longer than the episode of Kid Nation, which is 57 minutes. So you, you're getting that guarantee. We're going over an hour. I don't even see how it's possible that we don't. So yeah, I, I mean, will we double? The question is not will we get to 57 minutes. Will we double 57 minutes? Sounds like a challenge. Um, that's, how, that's how I want to spend my Sunday evening. Got a wide open Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no NFL, so we got that's we got to fill it somehow. So well, how we're going to spend the next hour and change or so is going to be talking about episode 168 but before that yes you have an article that you wanted to share that's hilarious what you just did because you're going to edit out the first mistake you made but then i thought you were going to do the exact same thing again (laughs) because you framed it very similarly um but yeah i I want to talk about that we we have to talk about this article we don't Um, have a choice tim allen says something yeah because tim allen because anytime anyone says something about a home improvement reboot and we don't talk about it, we're just not doing our fans. Uh, we're doing our fans a disservice, really. That's right. So this is from TVLine.com, which never heard as of a it. as a home and podcast <laughs> reference website. It has to look like dog shit and have ads everywhere. <laughs> this checks both those boxes. All right. So uh, written by Ryan Schwartz, February seventeenth, twenty twenty. It's a long article. Um, I just want to read. Uh, a quote. Basically, Tim Allen said something about a reboot. That's it. So, here's the quote. Um, Tim Allen's grunting days may not be over. The last man standing star says that he remains open to a home improvement revival. I like that the guy said revival. Mm, it's not a I've seen that a couple times lately, actually. All right. I think I've started the trend. Uh, quote, I always think about it because I still talk to everybody involved, Allen recently told TV Line. The question I had was, is it still relevant? Is Tim Taylor relevant in the Mike Baxter world? Because Mike Baxter is like a real version of Tim Taylor. He's not such a joke. And the Outdoor Man vlogs are like Mike's version of Tool Time done as a web series. Um, And it goes on to say, I like the idea of finding out where the boys are now and where Tool Time would be in today's world. I just think it's a marvelous idea, and all the actors think it's a great idea. So basically that's it. That's a really warm reading, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay, first thing I want to say is, I find it so interesting that Tim Allen thinks that Mike Baxter is like a modern Tim Taylor. I've I only don't get watched, that at all. I've only watched one episode of Last Man Standing. I've Small seen clips and stuff. Yeah, but like, I Mike Baxter is an asshole and like smug and very political. The only thing he has in common with Tim Allen is that he is like into tools. That's it. That's it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, I mean, like you said, we've only watched one episode, but you know, I've seen commercials, and you get the that's, general that's what, candor. That's the deal. Around. Like that's that's the that's the score. You know, like that's, yeah, he's, that's what it is. It is not. It, it does not seem the same to me. But yeah. uh, I don't know. I, is Tim Taylor still relevant? I think so. I mean, look at us. I think that Tim Allen is more like Mike Baxter, so he thinks that Mike Baxter is like Tim Taylor. Mm. But uh, I, I don't. I don't view them as being that similar. Uh, and I don't think Mike Baxter is like a real version of Tim Taylor. Um, 
I don't know. It's it, yeah. It's just funny that these actors' perception of their own characters and stuff. But Mike Baxter is a real version of Tim Taylor. So Tim Taylor's not a real version of himself. I don't get that. I think he means maybe he means like a, a more modernized version. But like again, I just think I bet Tim Allen likes playing Mike Baxter more because it he is more like Tim Allen in real life and like I don't know kind of more of a jerk and more political and probably, yeah, it just shares the, the, the Tim Allen character traits. I read in this article that Last Man Standing, it's in its eighth season, and if it gets renews, renewed for its ninth, which it will, it will be longer, a longer running show than Home Improvement, which is pretty crazy. That is crazy, and we will not cover that show. No, I'm d- <laughs> I'm never, that was it, that, the one time we did it. I don't know, it's it's interesting. I All the actors think it's a great idea. We hear contrasting things on that um i don't know yeah this isn't really news but anytime somebody talks about it, it it's brought he does up seem but, very into it that's for sure that's a well he probably sees you know i think last man standing will probably finish within the next couple of years and then you know you got to move on to something else and another interesting thing that i should note that i forgot to mention earlier is that he says that he views um the potential of a of a revival as more of like a one-hour special Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, let me find so not exact. a series, really. No, which I maybe agree with. Okay, here we go. It says, uh, I like... Oh, never mind, I said that. I like the idea of doing a one-off, like a one-hour movie uh, versus a full-fledged revival series. Is, I think that's fine. That's what Gilmore Girls did, correct? Don't know. Yeah, I think they did something like that on Netflix because my wife loved that show, binged the yeah. whole thing, and then found that there was a... It was like a four-part revival thing on uh, Netflix or something. So, so that would yeah. I mean, it certainly makes the commitment smaller. Um, you got probably easier to convince people, and and sure. you know, you don't need to do a bunch of episodes. I, I people would watch some, but I, I think the impact of like a one-hour special is probably ultimately higher. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All I do know is that whenever we mention a reboot, we should direct people to our website where yes. right on the main page, there is a link to the reboot slash revival script that Adam wrote uh, that kind of gives you an idea of what they might be doing, you know, in a year or two. So They could. I hope that they'd steal some of those ideas and then uh, I pull a wind dancer, take, <laughs> take home improvement to court. $40 million? Nice. Oh, man. Even if you just got a million, that'd be fine. Yeah. Or for, like or $40 would be cool also. <laughs> We're not greedy. All right. Well, that's an interesting article. Uh, Glad to hear more talk about Home Improvement. And let's talk a lot about the original series run, episode 168, Taking Jill for Granite. This one was written by Lori Gelman, who last did Say Goodnight, Gracie. I'm not going to do it. Thank goodness. March 3rd, 1998. This aired. Our alternative title time, I've got four. Four. All right. I'm going to lead off this time. Mm Mm-hmm. The Gym Rat. <laughs> I did that last time. This guy was in an episode. Oh, <laughs> and you did? Even, and that wasn't that long ago. Oh, jeez. So, um, where there's smoke, there's Tim Taylor. Okay. A, car is, a car's alarm is going off outside because that was so good. <laughs> Maybe because I stole your title. Uh-oh. All right. You want to wait till this car is done? I guess. <laughs> That's the city living, folks. Battle of the Butts. Whoa! <laughs> like it. Um, I'll do my other smoke one. I didn't. I, I didn't really have it this week. Smoke signals. All right. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. It's not bad. I don't like it. 
You, just because the smoke doesn't play that big of a role, probably. You don't like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about a counter-argument? <laughs> the not-great granite guy. <laughs> All right. My last one about the granite guy. Put up your dukes. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it. All right. <laughs> last one for me. Patty melts my oh. heart. I was trying to think of a patty one. Couldn't do it, but... Yeah. Nice job. All right. Well, uh, we got some smoke and some fire, and we've got an episode here, so let's start walking through it. At home, Tim is cleaning up the kitchen, and uh, Brad and Jill come in. The kitchen is kind of st- has been stripped of counters, so you just kind of got the framework. And we learned that Tim upgraded the cabinets and apparently did a pretty good job, so that's nice. Uh, we see a little bit of his talent as a home improvement guy. Now they just need to find a granite guy. And we hear a detailed, very uh, extensive hiring process. There's been people fired. It's been, I don't know how long it's been since they haven't had counters, but it seems like it's been a while. Mm-hmm. The phone rings, and it's a potential installer. Uh, a guy is coming tomorrow at 8 a.m., and he finds out it's the best guy in town. So Tim's pretty excited. Yeah. Hired and uh, fired a lot of people and interviewed like 100, they said. I, probably hyperbolic, but yeah, it's been a long process. Mm-hmm. Um Tim, he puts a lot of value in this granite guy. It's really important to him, and, and we'll get a little more of that later. Um, you got granite the... countertops over there, Adam? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. No. I mean, they're meant to look like they are. Uh, well, there you go. They're faux granite. Uh, they look nice, but they're, uh, you know, I don't think my landlord's going to listen, but, like, <laughs> you know, our, we have a nice You're moving pl- anyway. Yeah, I want to keep a good relationship with him. I'm trying, but uh, we have, like, a nice place, and everything, like, looks nice, but he opts for, like, the cheapest version of everything, yeah. basically. Like, like the, the cheapest, nicest-looking thing. So everything we have is, like, eh, it's, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, just kind of crappy equipment, <laughs> crappy stuff, but it looks good. So, yeah, that's, a, that's an example of that. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that, really. Not like, I mean, hey, you don't have to say anything, man. I know you're living down there, and you're... In your chalet. Yeah, you just can't wait to see it. I, can't I don't know if I told you this, but um, <laughs> we have a mutual friend, Ryan Thornburg, who, who you went to college with, who actually does have a five-bedroom house. <laughs> uh, and he says he doesn't have enough furniture, and like the rooms are like sitting empty and stuff. So wow. uh, I got to direct I gotta direct my uh Yeah, my point it to towards him. him. Uh, uh-huh. we, we, our bedrooms do have uh, enough furniture, uh, okay. but, but they're also... Dare I say minimalist? I'm, if, if I know you, that that's that's definitely true. You're, you're, you're the last uh, Marie Kondo fan, I think. Uh, that's different. That's different. That's tidy. Tidying's oh, a little bit different. Yeah. Let's I, not get I, into I the nuances here. It's a branch. Uh, it's a, there's a tree, and there's just those are branches that go in different directions, but they're on the same tree. That's right. All right. Well, breakfast with the boys. Uh, Tim wants to clean up the house, I guess, to look good for the, the granite guy. Uh, it's important to look good for sub-truck contractors, he says. Um, but then we learn that Tim's not going to be around to watch him, which I guess at the outset kind of surprised me. It seems like he, with how extensive the process has been, that he would kind of be hovering over them. But that's... I guess the idea is that he would just get in the way. Yes, but I just feel like that's what he would do anyway. I don't know. I know it is a it is a rare moment of Tim showing some restraint, mm. um, which was kind of surprising. But, but you know, yeah. it does serve the plot, so I guess that's yeah. why why sure. it works out that way. Uh, Tim makes a comment here, says it's easier to get a new family than a granite guy. 
And then yeah. the kids uh, promptly leave, go to school, or maybe run away. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Jill comes down, apparently uh, not ready for the granite guy. She's not all dressed up as Tim wants her to be. Patty comes in with a book for Jill, returning... Did they take classes together? I guess I didn't know that. It's a psych book, yeah. That That is that is where Jill met Patty. Okay, yeah, through, I guess through I didn't their, remember Their studies. Yeah. All right, yeah. Are they not done with studies? Okay, doorbell rings. Degrees take time, Jordan. <laughs> I would know I have two. <laughs> Which I, uh, is one one more than you. Yeah, that's right. Every time uh, we hop on the Google Hangout, you're just kind of like holding up your diplomas and stuff. You got to ask yourself, do you want bedrooms or degrees? <laughs> I went for degrees. <laughs> and I move every nine months. That's so you right. tell me. It's perfect. Wants. It's perfect. Yeah. All right. So the doorbell rings. It's the Duke boy, Ian. Uh, well, let me let, pause. pause. Okay. Did you know it was going to be him? I did not. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't remember this either. I thought that the gag was going to be it was going to be a woman. I thought that was the that was where we were heading. Boy, they got know. they got you good then. Yeah, I don't know. That would have been interesting too. It was a surprise, which made me interested in the episode. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we find out that they met at the Y. He talks about needing a, gr- a workspace in the garage, and Tim's like, <laughs> "Come out here." Tim's excited. Um, mm-hmm. Patty is in love, and as Tim and Ian go into the garage, Jill and Patty talk a little bit about, this is the guy that I told you about, the dream. Um, there's kind of a question here of, are we going to tell Tim about mm-hmm. him asking her out? And she says, no, it was just a dream. We need countertops. Nothing happened, blah, 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 blah. Tim's heads out to work, leaving Jill and Ian alone. And this is where things get a little awkward. I love it when he says, give this guy anything he wants. Yes, it's a really, he like, really funny line. He like yeah. whispers in, in Jill's ear. And mm-hmm. uh, Ian right away says, "Are you, you know, what's your husband going to say when he found out that uh, I asked you out? And Jill talks about wanting to be a secret. And Ian's like, all right, fine. And then we learn a little bit more about Ian. He used to teach sculpting in college and get more of yeah. his background and whatever. Of course he did. He drops, uh, drops keys on the floor and Jill checks out his butt. This is a Legally Blonde male version of the Bend and Snap, mm. if you will. I've never seen Legally Blonde. Yeah, of course. Of course not. <laughs> National but, treasure. Uh, this is the first battle of the butt here. And yeah. victory goes to Ian, I suppose. Hey, I don't know. Jill got to sneak that peek, so I could say I could say it was a mutual victory. <laughs> um, I, Ian comes in. I, I felt like the audience response was kind of underwhelming. Did they not remember this guy? They weren't hooting and hollering like I expected. They there wasn't a lot of hooting and hollering at all. Subdued audience. Is there an audience? At home improvement. Maybe this episode they didn't come. No, there's an audience. They do tool time on location. You know, there's no there's no reason for them to be there. No, I well, I heard there was some hooting and hollering later. Okay, all right. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there were actually people. It's just yeah. I'm uh, I'm here for the hooting and hollering in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> I just thought like you know you saw this guy not that long ago. Like people should be. I guess I don't they don't like him. Maybe they don't like him. Okay. Yeah, right. he uh, you know came on to Jill. They don't like him so. Yeah, well, wait till they wait till we get later in this episode. Um, you think Ian's got a good butt, or <laughs> I've seen better. <laughs> she dang. <laughs> He's a. I got. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but <laughs> can't wait I to hear what's like coming it, out of your mouth. I, I mean, you will. You will probably not agree, nor will you disagree. I felt like Ian was a little bit more built in the last episode. 
You know, there was a moment where I felt like he had a little bit of a beer belly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm glad you're on board. I, but that episode wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I don't know. You, you Maybe, know he's letting himself know. go? <laughs> Those dude boys are not hitting the gym again? Right. Uh, maybe he's just upset. We learned later that his girlfriend broke up with him. Too much chicken flor- florentine? Florentine. Florentine? <laughs> I'm cultured. Next scene, tool time. Uh, chicken florentine. Um, whatever. Al's, uh, they're at Al's new living room. Uh, Al's new place is running from Tim, continuing continuing those renos. Um, Heidi's just kind of taking over the show in the beginning. The camera rolls. She starts talking, and she's ready to keep talking, but Tim and Al come out and kind of say, hey, beat it. Um, my tool time notes are pretty lacking in this because I was just, it was pretty like uninteresting to me. Um, I'm not even entirely sure what they were doing all the time. And I don't know if that's my fault or the episode's fault because it seemed like it was a stupid plan. Like later on, what they're doing is kind of dumb. Um, they're trying to fix a drafty house. It's an old house. Um, there's a draft beer joke. That's kind of how the scene ends. I don't know if you want to add more. Well, something that I thought was interesting, we usually see Tim either in like construction gear or in pretty like formal tie outfit. He's yeah. wearing that same like pullover sweater that he wore in the opening scene. That is interesting. So yeah, that was a little bit different. A little and, bit of uh verisimilitude, you know, making it making it real. He's going right from uh home to the show. Didn't have time to yeah, didn't have time to change or anything. No wardrobe. Um and you know, it looks obviously different cuz we see Alan flannel always. So, you know, you just kind of see something a little bit different. So I did notice that um, as far as, I guess it did seem complicated what they were doing necessarily. Especially later. They're just uh, like right, going right back and forth. Between, they're like explaining a lot of stuff very quickly in this scene. Yeah. I feel like, um, but it's not necessarily complicated what they're doing, but using smoke to define different areas where there's leaks. Right. And as you mentioned, there is a beer joke and, um, is this the scene where Al gets, no, later. Oh, okay. All right. So, yeah, it is, it's a relatively short scene then. So, yeah. yeah. Nothing nothing too crazy going on there. Uh, there is a lot of Al jokes, but that's, yeah. not, that's not news. Nothing I haven't heard before. All right. Back at home for lunch, something you have apparently heard of, Chicken Florentine? <laughs> Evidently not. <laughs> Couldn't say it. Uh, Ian brought some food from home, and one way or another, they talk about how Jill can't cook, and apparently Ian can, and they share it for lunch. And then at one point, Ian, like, hand-feeds mm. her cornbread or something. Jalapeno cornbread, and then he says, I like hot, do you like hot? <laughs> it's really corny, actually, I think. But Yeah, talking about it, it seems corny, but I kind of enjoyed it in the moment. I don't know. <laughs> I just like this kind of body stuff, you know. Did it turn you on a little bit, Adam? Oh, yeah, so turned on. I mean, that's, yeah, that's why I got into this whole improvement <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, we did not know how... Constant arousal. How, yeah. how, how much they would have sex at the end of the episodes, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, this week's no different. Um, I don't know, I just, yeah, the double entendre stuff's kind of funny. All right, Jill talks about her teacher... Who apparently Ian knows from a band that they're in. This so. guy's perfect. He has every connection. I don't know. They just have a lot in common. It gets kind of old. It, yeah, I don't know. That was... I, it's just kind of a weird thing that they had. I guess it's... The main thing that it does is establish that Ian, you know, can play music. He's, Cultured. He's sculpt, yeah. sculptor and all these other... Can cook, all these other things, right? And yet he's, do, yet he's you know, he's doing the granite work because it pays better. Mm. Well, money, you know, money, money, money. Makes the world yeah. go around. Money talks, baby. Chris Tucker. 
It's a great movie. Yeah. All right. Did you get the teacher's name? No, it wasn't worth it. It was a down. good name. It was alliterative. It was like Norm Nimrodder, but it was kind of a return to form for the home improvement names. Oh, wow, I should have written that down. I wrote it down, but I can't read it. So <laughs> it's uh, worthwhile. <laughs> Next scene. This is this is where I, I you know, maybe again I was only half paying attention, but this this scheme they got going on tool time seems pretty stupid. Um, energy efficiency, et cetera, et cetera, looking for leaks. I'll tell you my understanding of it, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, because um, you did a little bit better on that, that quiz than me a few weeks back. So you, Just barely. You're kind of the expert. Um, so they closed the the um, the chimney. like The flu. Sh- the Fireplace flu. flu. Right. Okay, they closed that. Uh, Tim goes outside to light smokestack kind of thing like a, he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to sm- put smoke up against the house to see where leaks are and if the smoke comes in it's a leaky house they're using the door has like a vacuum sealer on it basically okay. so it kind of yeah. draws the air to that uh mm-hmm. if they had the chimney open it would counteract what they're doing with the vacuum so pretty complex for uh tool time it is a lot that they're doing here, and I can't imagine... It's like imagine... a Rube Goldberg machine, sort of. A lot of and you know, parts. on these shows, I imagine like they're doing it so people can do this at home. I don't know that people are doing this at home ever. Yeah, you gotta have that fan door contraption. That ain't happening. I mean, you probably have a couple of them down there. <laughs> <laughs> it's very drafty around here. Uh, yeah, so basically, I don't know. Tim goes outside, um, turns out the flu is actually closed yeah he did it wrong or something he did it wrong i don't really again i don't understand it all just serves for fireplace chimney soot fireplace fodder and then we get some (laughs) uh some soot on al's face uh wow which was a little tasteless that was worth it yeah uh yeah it's not that good the tool time stuff is an afterthought here and yet we're cutting back and forth kind of a fair amount and it makes you wonder why when's the last memorable tool time moment that we've had um, I liked it when he fell through the gazebo last week. Ah, gazoingspo, yeah. Yeah, that was what you said then, too. <laughs> Just always reminds me of Parks and Rec, that's like all. Like a fine wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is episode better than Parks and Rec? Probably. Never. Never? All right, back at home. Granite has been installed, uh, mostly. Ian's truck won't start, though. And we do learn that he lives in Ferndale, where my brother lives, and I think... Ben Weber lives. How do you like that? Yeah, and Ryan Thornburg used to live oh before he bought that, that McMansion. <laughs> the McMansion. Uh, so I guess we, you know, he's not too far. Jill offers to give a ride. Um, if your brother would have been riding for this episode, he'd have said, hey, take your bike, Ian. <laughs> your brother loves bikes. He loves bikes, and he recently was a DJ for, like, a local Ferndale radio station. So how do you like that? Um, is it a bike radio station or just a regular one? Uh, I think it was hip hop. Okay. Yeah, you guys, you boys, you lions, boys, DJ love your hip-hop. JL. JL uh-huh. Audio. I'm going to plug it. Does he like bikes because of the environmental aspects or does he just like bikes because he likes them? Well, okay. So my brother is a city planner. Uh, so he's kind of into different ways of working f- to get people out of cars and into public transportation or other forms yep. of transit. So that's one reason that he really likes biking as well. And, you know, it's good for exercise. Right. How come you don't do it more? Uh, I work from home, so I don't okay. have to go anywhere. 
Right. Okay. And you. And yeah, that is how you. That is sort of how you like to frame your life. <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. I actually uh, am the most environmentally conscious because I don't that's go anywhere. True. You, right? Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's true. Your carbon footprint is. You know what? Nil. He's going to be down a week from today. He's yeah. going to be staying here. So maybe I'll ask him some questions that you have here. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Either way. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That'd be great. All right. Returning to the episode. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, we're in the car now. Oh, yeah. Both just very closely together. Late at night. Too. Late at night, yeah. Whoa. Uh, we learned more about Ian. He had a girlfriend, but she traded him in. We see Ian's, you know, he's kind of a, a sensitive, emotional guy. He lacks some confidence. And Jill says, what? What? You're a great guy. Any girl would be happy to have you. You know, we get to the, the destination and Ian says, you know what? Thanks for the lift. I was afraid that this was going to be awkward, but it really wasn't. Jill agrees, you know, they just kind of, um, I don't know, they, they got along well, they meshed pretty well. Uh, Ian goes in for a kiss. And he gets it. He gets it, and yeah. we go to a commercial break. I love the commercial break, so so dramatic. Very dramatic. Yeah. Uh, wow. I guess I was semi-surprised. Yeah, I knew this was going to happen. I remember that. I remember, after he showed up at the house, I remembered this episode. Yeah. I just... It seems so abrupt. He went. From Did you think like, it was going to be another dream? That'd be so lame. No. Oh, I fell asleep in the car <laughs> as I was driving. No, I just felt like they. He went from having that conversation to going in for the kiss very quickly. Yeah, it's it's interesting because it it kind of immediately you have to reframe your thoughts on Ian because you know the this episode and the last episode he's a good guy and you think like oh he's got ba-, you know he understands boundaries and so on and then he just sort of becomes a bit of a dirtbag. Mm, a teenage dirtbag baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Jill immediately, you know, she pushes him off. She's mad. He says, but you're giving me all these signals. Oh, um, signals. Classic negging, victim blaming uh, by Ian. It's <laughs> like, you checked out my butt, and you ate my corn. I don't remember what he says. There's a bunch of them. Ate you didn't tell your husband. Bread. You ate my cornbread. And when a woman eats my cornbread, I know. Uh, yeah, Jill is, you know, she says, no, I did not give any signals. He's um, ready to come back, but she says, yeah, I don't think this can continue, and she fires him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he says, like, tomorrow You're not sure s- about that? It's- no, I was just reading my notes here. He says, tomorrow I'll be strictly business, and it's like, yeah. ugh, yeah. You thought today would be awkward. Imagine tomorrow. And, yeah. uh, there is a joke here at the end where, like, He's like, who's going to finish your granite? And she says, I am married to Tim the Toolman Taylor, and he just laughs. Yeah, I mean, obviously he doesn't respect Tim if he's doing this. So. Mm, what a jerk. I know. Yeah, he's a he's a gym rat, and I know because we've said it in a couple different episodes. Now. That's how big of a gym rat he is. He's such a gym rat. All right, back home. Uh, Jill comes home. You know, you, you forget, but his truck is still there. Mm. So he's going to have to come back. Not great. I guess he should get AAA. He should get AAA. If he's if he's making as much money from the granite as he says he can afford to get... I just get got it. my renewal in the mail. I'm ready to renew it, just for this reason. Yeah, this is a good reminder. Kind of a... Yeah, we saw a PSA episode last week, and this is a di- kind of a <laughs> different AAA, one. AAA product placement. Jill tells Tim that she fired him, and he, he's upset, but he, he also... Jill also mentions, I, I fired him because he came on to me, and Tim kind of ignores that at first, <laughs> but and then he, he's like, uh, you know, they return to it. Um, she says he, he kissed her... Uh, and that he should have told her, or that she should have told him, rather, the whole story. Mm. And Tim says, the whole story, huh? Mm. And, uh, you know, he finds out the truth and talks about broken trust. He never seems quite as mad as you might think he would be. He kind of is joking the whole time. I felt like he was joking the I whole agree. time. He was, he was um, taking it in stride. He's taking it in stride. 
Um, he says uh, he doesn't want to be a prawn in her little game, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, they do that. And Jill says, like... Uh... I wish you wouldn't have corrected him. I don't know. I didn't need that. It's funnier if you just, like, let him say something wrong. You well, don't need to draw attention to it after the fact. I don't know, because then they made the chest joke, too, so they doubled it up. I like that. Mm, I, I don't like double dipping. <laughs> uh, you know. You do make that known. That's true. You double dip the chip. Double dip the chip. Uh, go ahead, Jordan. Outside. Jill yeah. is in Wilson's backyard, and we're going to play a clip. Well, let me first label it as a, a subversion. She's on his side of the fence. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> With that, we play the clip? Yeah. What I'm asking you is, how honest is a person supposed to be in a relationship? Well, Jill, I've always believed in being totally honest. You have? Which might explain why I haven't had a decent relationship in over 20 years. <laughs> so maybe it's not such a good idea to be totally honest. Well, it depends on the relationship. What made you think you couldn't be totally honest with Tim? Well, I told myself it's because I thought that he would get jealous. There might be more to it than that. Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of the English writer Alistair Crowley, who said that falsehood is invariably the child of fear. What am I afraid of? I don't know. Maybe if Tim knew that I was attracted to Ian... He would love you less? Well, yeah. I mean, what kind of a person does that make me? A human person. Well, I was extremely human today. I even snuck a peek at this guy's butt. Well, Jill, that's no big deal. If I had a nickel for every married woman at the library who checked out my butt, I could pay everybody's overdue fines. <laughs> well, I wish that I could just, you know, go ahead and be honest with him and tell him I was attracted to Ian. Maybe you should. You know, when it comes to the really big stuff, Tim doesn't keep any secrets from me. Or me. <laughs> oh, wow. How do you recover from a subversion like that? I'm thrown off, man. Yeah. You're going to have to try, though. <laughs> She's, like, circling around in the backyard while Wilson's making an igloo. Uh, talk about Wilson and his relationship. Uh, he says he believes to in... igloos. <laughs> what? To his relationship to igloos. <laughs> He's loved igloos for a long time. Yeah. Uh, but he also believes in being totally honest. And then he says, but don't take advice from me. I've been single for 20 years. Whatever happened to Judith? She found someone uh, bigger and better, you know? Ian? Judith and Ian, hey. I wouldn't put it past Ian. Alright. Well, Jill Jill says yeah, <laughs> Jill says uh, I wouldn't say anything to stop Tim from being jealous, but really, you know, it was actually about her. They realized that here. So um, you know, she was afraid that Tim would think less of her for being attracted to Ian. And uh, at the end of the scene, Jill decides to be super honest. So it only took like three episodes and four conversations, and she finally made it there. We're skipping some major stuff here. I'd she love checks her out, to fill she it checks in. out Wilson's butt. She doesn't like ex- talk about Battle of the Butts. I think Wilson loses. <laughs> Wilson's got kind of a kind of a pancake butt. <laughs> a little flat, a little flat in the back, huh, Jordan? Um, well, as a man who had pancakes this morning, it did it did look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm glad you said that. Uh, Alistair Crowley, falsehood is the child of fear. Mm. So that's got to help Jill get through the situation somehow. It does. 
Yeah, I don't know. The advice is kind of whatever. It's not that good, but... It's the uh, subversion she, that we're about here. The subversion and the fact that she... Maybe Jill just, like, is into butts, you know? there's She checks out three butts in this episode. So, you know, maybe she needs to uh, think about that a little bit more. I feel like she's also checked out butts in previous episodes. And talks about butts. Hmm. Jill Taylor. I wish we could get PR on again. Ask her uh, she got a butt thing? <laughs> Was that in the show Bible? That was in the show Bible. <laughs> well, originally Billy Reback, he kind of was out there, and then we uh, had to follow it. And years later, we're into the Marley Sims scheme, and then yeah, they're still following the butt thing. All right, kitchen. Uh, Jill comes in. She admits she was afraid to tell Tim that she had feelings for Ian. Rightfully so. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. I understand the politics of this episode necessarily <laughs> like i'm not sure what i'm supposed to think at the end uh jill was right jill was wrong uh, we can talk about that at the end um jill says and i don't like this jill's like well you probably think there are people that are attractive too so like she's trying to get tim to like admit that he finds other people attractive to like absolve herself sort of which seems like just kind of lame and also counter to what she just learned i feel like yeah and tim's like well i think patty's pretty hot um, so it's just like funny. The reason Patty is in this episode earlier is so that Tim can reference her here and people are like, oh yeah, she did look pretty good earlier. Uh, I don't know. Just like kind of weird. I liked uh, it. It was pretty funny, actually. I just Yeah, hey, Patty's great. It, it, she's an attractive woman. So yeah, hey, more work for Patty. Sounds good to me. Um, somehow, after all this... Uh, <laughs> A very romantic they, kiss. They kiss very passionately as they're kind of talking about other people they find attractive uh tim says hey did you really find him more attractive than me she says you missed a spot on the floor he bends over checks out her third butt (laughs) Mm. third butt's a charm and we've Uh, got a winner and she finds the winner uh he stands up and they really uh continue on with the making out so another home improvement episode ending in sex Mm. but there is a final scene there is a final scene I think this is funny. A, I think this is very funny. It's the funniest part of the episode. Yeah. Later, Ian comes back to get his tools, so he knocks on the door, and Tim answers. And we've seen something similar to this before, where uh, Tim kind of just grunts, and they do the subtitles with a, a, a kind of translation of what what his grunts mean. Uh, Ian also responds, not necessarily in grunts, but more in like exasperated sighs. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Ian apologizes. Tim, um, like, slightly misunderstands the sigh, and yeah. uh, I think he says, like, something about, sorry about for what what happened with your wife, and Tim says, what about my knife? Or yeah, something like right. that. I, I think the funniest part is at the end, like, uh, you know, they're about to wrap up, and Tim, like, lets out a very short grunt, but then the subtitle says yes. so it's a very long, kind Super of complex long. thing, and I, I just thought that was really funny. Um, and then in the end, I think he stole... Um, his best chisel. His best chisel. So, the real credits fade to black. Uh, taking Jill for granted should be called Taking Tim for Granite, right? Yeah. That's, that's my mm. feedback. Mm. A.K.A. Battle uh, of the Butts. Battle of the Butts or Patty Melts My Heart. Uh, Jordan, Castle's Corner. Hmm, yeah. I feel like the last few episodes we really have not liked. So I was happy to watch this one. Not that it's like an amazing episode, but there are some definitely definitely like uh, high moments. Um, you know, it surprised me. I didn't expect to see Ian here again. So that was that was good. It's always good to be surprised by a home proven episode. Right. Uh, we also get this last scene that we just talked about here, which was, I think, very funny and clever. Um, 
the message is a little bit convoluted between Jill and what she's learning and truth and all that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, the idea is to, to tell your partner the truth, so I guess that's good. Um, not a lot for the boys to do. Hasn't been a lot for the boys to do except for smoke weed uh, in the last few episodes. So right. maybe could give them a little bit more to do. Uh, it's either like a Simba joke or weed, and that's what we get lately. So Yeah, I don't love either one. <laughs> no. But, you know, Ian's a good, uh, competent actor. In, uh, I guess it's Tom Wopat, not Ian. Yeah. But he's a competent actor, so it's good to see him in the fold again. And I think uh, he was believable in his role as Ian. I don't know. It's a, it's it's an okay episode. It's it's not like one of the best that we've seen, but it's a good one for the season. So I don't know. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. It's Plus, not... Patty, Patty's a babe. Sorry, Patty can get it. Yeah, I mean, we're, <laughs> we're saying it. Yeah, when we compile our list of uh, home improvement hotties at the end of the show, she may or may not be on there. Um, but in the end, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, snack home improvement snacks. <laughs> Patty, Ian, Nancy. That's my list so far. <laughs> No, no, Marty? No, sorry. He's in Africa. <laughs> um, Marty's character brings him down. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He's just annoying on the show. Um, <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a pretty good episode, right? I mean, the, like you said, the episodes we've covered lately have just kind of sucked and haven't been that fun to talk about. This was relatively entertaining. Again, Tom Wopat is a, is a good foil and kind of brings an interesting... Um, I don't know. He he has interesting chemistry with Patricia Richardson, which is kind of probably why they bring him back. I think they do have good chemistry. Um, and it's just an interesting sort of thing to do with the show. I was surprised to see him come back. I didn't remember it was him, and then I sort of did remember after that. So, um, yeah, I don't mind them returning to that well. Um, a little cheesy, like you said, some of the lines and stuff, and he's a little bit too perfect. But, again, the, the kiss was sort of a little surprising, probably very surprising in the moment. Uh Tim has some good lines in this one. We cited the final scene where they sort of grunt, and it's translated as being quite funny. I thought that was maybe one of the funnier things I've seen this season. Um, not much for the kids to do, not much for Al. The tool time scenes are kind of bad, I would just say. Like, I I, I didn't get much out of those. Um, and the messaging at the end is sort of a little bit, is, is a little bit baffling for me. I'm not sure what each one learned, but, you know... That's all right. We're 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 approaching 200 episodes. So There's only so much can, you can learn. They can't all be winners. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed watching this, and I enjoyed talking about it. So, yeah, it, it's pretty good. There you go. All right. Well, if you'd like to reach out to us, go to thehomeandpodcast.com, Facebook and Twitter at Home and Podcast. Support us, as I said. We're recording Kid Nation uh, this weekend, so go to home and podca- or, uh, patreon.com slash homeandpodcast. We're also on YouTube. Uh, leave a review for us on iTunes. I think we're still stuck uh it's under 50 so if we can get to 50 that would be great uh we'll read your review on the air as always uh before we move on to twitter adam i did want to call out something that i remember just after we uh or learned just after we completed our last episode we talked about stakeout do you remember that rosie o'donnell and stakeout yeah i do remember and now i know why i didn't remember her because yeah. she's in the sequel she's Dang not in the it. original so, Alright, that's on me. That's on me. And that was confirmed by L.L. Dauber, who was also surprised that you've never seen Stakeout. I think a lot of people haven't seen Stakeout. <laughs> it's a good flick. Alright, uh, with that, you can go to Twitter. She's in the sequel. Oh, I gotta watch the sequel. I'm a Rosie fan. I'm going to her website for crying out loud. It you gotta watch fan. the first one first. You gotta get the whole story. I bet I would... There's no way I can understand the sequel without watching the first one. No right? way. I mean, it'd no be too way. confusing. Twitter... Wow. Richard Karn had a birthday. A lot of people tweeting that. So happy birthday to the Karn man. 
Um, that's it. You know, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul, which do you interact with the most? Uh, technically an hour left, but I, I got to call it. Uh, 26 total votes. Which one do you interact with the most? 0% said Tarragon. 30.8% said Marijuana. 69.2% said Oregano. <laughs> like what I did there? What a poll. Hey, it's better than saying, hey, you ever smoke weed? Um, so, yeah, people liked that. Uh, one As they said, should. One person said that they have their card. Um, what else? A lot of reboot stuff. Um, the Home Improvement Reunion Twitter going a little wild on this reboot stuff saying that they saying that they think Bob Iger would definitely want to do a reboot and I was like why and they I don't know what they said they're kind of they're kind of I think Bob Iger probably has bigger fish to fry that's what I was thinking he doesn't care about home improvement um <clears throat> kind of sad uh Jeanette Dubois who if you remember she appeared in an early episode of home improvement I should probably try to figure out which one I think she's in two but she's definitely in one where she's playing like an older lady uh, she passed away um, at the age of 74. Um, she was best known for good times. Um, but, uh, yeah, she she was in a couple episodes of Home Improvement. I can't find which ones. Um, but I do remember her. So uh, what else we got going on? Reboot script, Carnman birthday, like I said. Um, people get excited about this reboot stuff. I, I don't know. I'm kind of tired of talking about it, but what are you going to do? <laughs> We, we, we like are I just said, the perfect people to host a home improvement podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. It's just like it's the same stuff. It's like I, I, there's they people say it sounds like a good idea that they would do it hypothetically, and then someone else says something new, and then it's it's news again. It's not. I don't mind talking about home improvement. Obviously, I've been doing it five years, um, <laughs> but it's just like it, it's it's there's there's no real new news here, unfortunately. Um, they just gotta stoke the fire and keep it alive, you know. That's what we're doing. Otherwise, yeah, not not much going on really. Twitter is uh, Twitter is not that great of a place to be unless you're following home and podcast, and then it's a ton of fun. <sighs> Isn't that right? Well, it's certainly uh, more fun there than it probably is anywhere else on I'll our say. social media outlets. So I'll say. All right. Well, with that, I don't have anything else to share. Do you? This is a short episode, Jordan. Um, we just had little- a good time. We just had a good time, and we were, we were we were moving fast. Uh, let me think here. Is there anything I want to talk to you about while we're on air? Do you remember when we used to do questions of the week? Yeah, you want you got a question for me? No, I just oh, remember when we did that. <laughs> Glad you brought it up. Hey, Jordan, what are you reading? Uh, uh. Turns out people don't need that. Well, we'll talk Kid Nation soon. So uh, you know, our conversation's really just getting started. And and for you listeners, we'll be back next week. Jordan, what episode are we covering? We're going to be covering Futile Attraction. Wow. A lot of, like, uh, well, I, I, I was speculating that, like, it was going to be Tim and Jill-centric episode with sort of them being attracted to someone else. But it could be the kids as well, or maybe Al. We're not getting much We're not getting much of anyone besides Tim and Jill this season. Yeah, I mean, kind the, of a surprise. The, the one Brad, I mean, the Brad Weed stuff. And actually, I guess, I guess I would add Brad to that list as well, because Brad got the... Uh, Samantha? Samantha and the weed. So Brad's having a heck of a year, but like <laughs> Al is really relegated to the sidelines and, and kind of the same with Wilson and like JT, I keep saying this, but JTT is going to be gone. Any one of these episodes. And I, at this point I'm kind of like, if I were him, maybe it would make sense to leave. He's not really doing anything on the show. 
Yeah, you know? he really isn't. I am surprised by that. And like, I remember it being framed as like such a big deal, but like, I don't know. He's like shows up for like a minute a week, two minutes a week. Maybe Sometimes. that's how he wanted it, though. Maybe, maybe that's how he wanted it. But like the same, it's kind of the same for uh, Mark as well. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to talk about that when it happens because like I don't know. And I know like him and Tim Allen were kind of like. I don't know, Tim was maybe not happy with him behind the scenes and stuff, but, like, watching this season and seeing sort of the output I get maybe wanting to move on, there's just not a lot going on for the character. But, like you said, maybe maybe that's his own doing. We will probably never know. We may, we may not know. But, uh, Jordan, thank you for joining me. Listeners, thank you for listening, and I guess I should say take care. Take care, everybody.